My name is Justin Zolkowski, and you're listening to Random Babbling, Confessions of a Christian Libertarian. You know, there are a few things I'm passionate about. I'm married. So my wife is definitely one of them. Rock and roll music, best ever. Sports, in particular mixed martial arts. I just watched Tito Ortiz's uh, final professional fight for now. Uh, but religion and politics have always been toward the top. So as I continue to introduce myself this episode, I will focus on how I came to be a libertarian. Growing up in a church during the 90s and early 2000s, I noticed that if you were a white and a Christian, it was safe to say you were a Republican. This was the result of the Reagan revolution during the 80s. One of the groups that Reagan's campaign was able to reach was the evangelicals. Now, before this time, Christians were seen as culturally conservative but they were not tied to a specific political party. Reagan was very charismatic in a time America needed it the most. So being successful at being able to reach a group of people that had no real political affiliation at this point, the result was a marriage between white Protestants and the GOP that lasted all the way through the George W. Bush administration. Even though Reagan ran against Jimmy Carter, who was a Democrat, is a confession, confessing Christian. Now, I cannot say whether or not Reagan did this on purpose, but he did do this. Now, how this comes to home to me is that I was sur surrounded by Republicans at church. And during the years I grew up, most Christians I knew were either Republican or voted Republican. So my parents, although registered as independents, were influenced by conservatives. I became a conservative, and I registered as a Republican at 18. So growing up, I firmly believed that being a Republican was the most Christian choice, although I did believe that you could be any party affiliation and still be a Christian. I started to wander politically during my college years, as expected. I came across, I came from a blue-collar family, and I really didn't see the GOP doing much for the working class, but I didn't like Democrats either, so I felt out of place. I read the Communist Manifesto by Marx, and I actually liked it. I saw how he had certain diagnosis right, I, I agreed with, but I also studied history and saw what happened to communist countries, so I couldn't become a communist. I was a political science major at Cal State Long Beach, which is a very liberal school. So anything right as socialism wasn't well received. I found myself being a Republican out of practicality. I even said a couple times that I would be a communist if it worked. As for voting, I always voted Republican or conservatives. I voted for Arnold Schwarzenegger when they recalled Ray Davis, also voted for him during his re-election, and I voted for George W. Bush in 2004. This was all instinct to me until the 2008 election, which ended up being historic. I didn't want to vote for Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton, 
So out of habit, I ran through my options with the GOP. At first I was going for Rudy Giuliani because I liked how he handled 9-11 and thought that that would transition well into presidency. He dropped out before the California primary. So I looked to someone else. Mike Huckabee caught my eye. He was pro-life, pro-gun, a Baptist preacher. He was my guy. But another guy got my attention as well. An obscure congressman from Texas by the name of Ron Paul. He was the only, oh, he was the only anti-war Republican in the race. He also talked about sound money and civil liberties. I never heard such talk from a Republican before. And even though I started to like what he was saying, I voted for Huckabee in the primary anyway. I guess I wasn't ready. After the primaries, the race came down to John McCain and Barack Obama. I had chosen to vote for McCain because I was a Republican, so I was going to vote Republican. It's the thing to do. During this time, I moved out of my parents' house and lived with some roommates. Now I was responsible for paying rent and other bills. I was working as a security guard and started my graduate education, so I was broke. The funny thing was is that I wasn't concerned about what government could do for me. I was concerned with what government was taking from me. I was paying around $200 in taxes per paycheck. Now, that's not a lot of money, but it was still $200 I could use. So these things that these crazy libertarians were talking about made sense. I earned that money. Uncle Sam stole it from me. But I still voted for McCain. After Obama had won the election, I saw that the Republican Party was falling apart. Blaming Bush, blaming McCain, and I didn't like what I saw. The party that I saw as being composed in the past, even in defeat, was now looking as if it were about to implode. I felt like I was moving away from the GOP, but I wasn't moving towards the Democratic Party. So I became a libertarian. But the 2008 election didn't really make me a libertarian, it just got my attention. Even though I did not like the party's stance on abortion, I liked the overall philosophy. Rights of the individual, non-interventionalist foreign policy, gun rights, small government. These all appealed to me, and I've been a supporter of the Libertarian Party ever since. I'm a registered Libertarian, and I have paid my membership to a Libertarian Party. But I kind of have a method on how I vote in presidential elections. I look at the GOP and see if there are any Libertarian-like candidates during the primary. In 2012, it was Ron Paul. And in 2016, it was his son, Rand. I supported these guys until they either dropped out or lost the primary. And then in both cases, I voted for the Libertarian candidate, Gary Johnson. Now, I know there are a lot of Libertarians who don't like Ron or Rand because they don't think they're Libertarian enough. I like them because they're a good way to introduce a Libertarian into the executive branch of the federal government. I think we need to ease into it eventually. Into it, eventually we'll get what we want. I'm encouraged by Gary Johnson's performance in this election. He set a record in 2012 by getting a little over a million votes. Then he broke his own record by getting a little over 4 million votes in 2016. I know his campaign was trying to get 5% of the popular vote, 
so that the Libertarian Party would be recognized as a major party. But I think that he has set a path for smaller legislative offices and got the word libertarian into the mouths of people. So how can a reformed Christian who believes that the church is a body promote the political philosophy of individual liberty? Well, let's look at what we as Christians are supposed to do. James 2, 14-17 reads, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to him, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Now, actions do not save us, but they are a result of the saving faith. As a Christian, I should see other people as image bearers of God. If I see that image bearer in pain or in need, I should be moved into action. Now, I will state that a Christian may have a political philosophy and not be in error as long as the gospel is front and center. But when I look at this verse, I am called to action. I don't feel like I am called to vote for someone to take care of it for me. Issues like poverty, drug addiction, and the sanctity of marriage can be handled within the church. Not only that, I will go a step further and say that it is the church's responsibility and should be active and not pass the burden on to government. We must remember that we cannot re- legislate morality. This was proven during alcohol prohibition. We have to realize that sinners are going to act like sinners. Paul states this in 1 Corinthians 5. We need to live by a biblical worldview because it is a loving response to the salvation given to us by Jesus Christ. But we do not force this worldview on an unbelieving world because this is not our home. Heaven is. We need to stop acting like this is a Christian country. This country belongs to earth that is dying. We need to look to the new earth in which Jesus is king. In conclusion, I hope this is a clear reason as to how I became a libertarian. Right now, I'll be posting the sound file and script on my blog. Check it out at justin-ski.blogspot.com. I hope to hear from you, and God bless. (laughs) Oh, <laughs>